0: Oh, welcome! It's yet another a star to steer her by. Your favorite Star Trek? Tra- 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 b- 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 yep, it is that podcast.
1: It's, it's not even my favorite Star Trek podcast. <laughs> What's your favorite Star Trek podcast? Okay? Actually, actually, I guess it would be. I don't, I don't have any search. Ringo's
2: podcasts. not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's an asshole. Oh, I
0: thought John said that. John's an
2: asshole. Yes, they're both is. assholes. I think,
3: I think the whole quote is apocryphal though. Probably. Speaking I mean, they're both still assholes.
0: Speaking of assholes, we're a bunch of assholes as well. That is true. Uh, we're here to talk about some Star Trek Voyager, Woo! as we've been doing for a while now. We're on episode 272. Woo! Not just a Voyager, that's of the whole podcast. A Voyager, we're in season four now. Holy crap. Ready? Which means we're almost. Wow. We're getting closer and closer to the halfway point of Voyager. That's
2: kind of crazy. It's going
0: very fast. It really
2: is. It's better than I was led to believe it would be.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Chicoté isn't as shit as like I was led to be. You know, Neelix
2: isn't it. as shit. Yeah, no, no,
0: I know, no. One, right? No
3: one is. Like again, uh, really, after this week, the only problem, like I said before, with Chicoté now is just like when they use him to peddle fake Native American stuff. Well, Which they... I know will happen at least once or twice more. Sadly, no.
0: they're not doing any of that in the two they're episodes no. that we're covering today. The episodes we're covering today are going to be random thoughts and concerning flight mm. here on a star to steer her by. I uh, haven't introduced ourselves yet, so let's do it right now. This is Ames. This is Caitlin.
3: Jake, and I am Maestro Chris.
2: Gross.
0: God, that <laughs> episode sucks. Insert opening credits here. I assumed you'd love it because it's goofy and stupid. So I fucking hated it. Interesting. Well, the first one we're talking about, we're gonna cover Random Thoughts first. Let me give you the quick synopsis of Random Thoughts because this is this is a, a week. What did I call it before? It's it's Black Market Friday. Happy, <laughs> happy Friday, everyone. We're going to take you to the black market. Oh, episode title. We're going to buy so much illicit crap. Jake is wearing a Bajoran Com badge for some reason. It's his mobile in Where there. did you get that?
2: Bajor, obviously. Oh, Bajor.
0: Oh, good. Neat. Random things just keep happening at this table.
3: Random thoughts, random things. Random
0: thoughts. So the random thoughts of that that happened are going to be the episode in which we're hanging out with our new terrible friends, the Mari. Mm. They're this race of telepaths and they're trying to sell us a random what's a doodle. Uh, And they're being major jerks about the whole situation. Uh, And they're reading everybody's mind and everyone's like, stop doing that. That's really kind of, you know, there's a whole consent issue there. Knock it off. Yeah. And, uh... I think this is when Bolana tramples on some flowers. And <laughs> I made the same joke. <laughs> and they sentence Wesley to death.
2: <laughs> I hate when I get sentenced to death for someone else's flower trampling.
0: Exactly. No, it's, it's very similar to that episode because it's a, it's a whole society where they don't tell you what their goddamn rules are. Because as telepath, Jake's wearing more badges. Mm-hmm. And he's got one pip. Does that make you an ensign? Mm-hmm. Ah. But that's an admiral's bar, I think. No, it goes on the chest apparently now. Yeah. Neat. Have fun, Jake. Jake is Jake I think is entertaining. It goes on like the shoulder. Jake has found a way to entertain himself while I do the synopsis. So
1: I'm missing a lot of the backings for these pins. So you <laughs> are just stabbing yourself.
0: He's just jamming <laughs> them into his flesh. Oh, there no. we go,
1: they look good. Oh, no. <laughs> it's how they do hazing in the military, right? Probably no
0: you, no. you use a piece of potato on the other side. Hmm. I don't
2: think that's how you do hazing.
0: Really. No, but that's how you should have fixed those pins if they're jamming in you, you, in the flesh. Otherwise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't. I've barely started this synopsis. Yeah. It's been mostly jokes. While they're trying to buy a what's it of the week, Bellana gets you know run into by some guy walking by, Frayne, and she's like, "Hey, watch it, jackass!" And everyone's like, oh <gasps> something's going on. Oh, God, is everyone okay? And then that guy, frayne he just goes and starts attacking people and breaking shit and just being a jerk. And they're like, whoa, stop it. This is supposed to be a society with no violence because they've outlawed violent thought because they're telepaths, don't you know? And they can do that. And they're so proud of how unviolent everybody is. And then they're like, oh, well, let's trace this back to where the thought of, of violence came from. And dun, 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 it was Bolana, the most violent one of us all. <laughs> And they say, well, the, the sentence for having had a violent thought earlier when some guy ran into you and, I don't know, stepped on your toe and, you know, wasn't nice about it, is, uh, we fucking lobotomize you a little bit. Just a little bit. Only a little bit of lobotomy.
3: A little bit of lobotomy is a treat.
0: <laughs> and everyone on Voyager is, is, like, absolutely fucking not. Uh, can we continue investigating this? Because Tuvok's like, investigations, that's my favorite. <laughs> and Tuvok starts doing an investigation and he mind melds with Torres for fun. And figures out after they realize the, the violent thought is still circling because an old woman attacked Neelix's new crush and mm. killed the fuck out of her. So much. And yet it's still not the old woman's fault because the violent thought can be traced back to Torres. And one of the last things that poor bitch saw before she died
2: was Neelix wanting her to stroke his fucking whiskers. She
0: <laughs> was super into. She was.
1: It. Yeah, she wanted to. So stroke
0: it's okay. Whiskers. <laughs> Yeah, so Tuvok is figuring it out, like, oh, actually, the dealer that we were talking to, Gwil, seems to have also taken the thought from Torres, and he's a black market guy selling violent thoughts in the darkness of alleys and shit. And Tuvok says, hey, hey, Gwil, I got some violent thoughts for you. I mind-melded with a guy named Suter before, and he had a fucking ton of them. Do you want to see? And the guy said, oh yes
2: bro his disgusting creepy boner was my saddest thing he's so gross
0: (laughs) i hate him so tuvok is giving all these like really really nasty memories stills from event horizon which tuvok apparently has seen wait really yep nice because it's a paramount movie Ah. So they had the rights. And it's the most violent movie that exists. So Tuvok thought, what's the most violent movie that exists that I've seen? Ah, Event Horizon. Here you go. Watch Sam Neil burning alive. Have fun right. with that. <laughs> And the guy it's it's overpowering to him and he's like getting all upset about it and they realize, oh it's this guy, it's been this guy all along. His two buddies kind of vanish, but that's okay. We'll talk we'll talk about them later. And Tuvok tells Janeway, stop the lobotomy! Mid brain saw. <gasps> and get Taurus back up here, because it's not her fault. These guys had planned the whole thing, and you know what? Bitch lady, Namira, who's been so bitchy about how her society's so good. If you if you go ahead and, and make all these things illegal, it's just going to make people go to the black market. It's how things work. Mic drop. Hey, Torres, you're back. And then Seven has a, the, the, the randomest scene at the yeah. end. Yeah. You want to start there? I want to start with one
3: unimportant fact.
0: Good. That's the best kind.
3: Our boy Gwil was a Thermian. <gasps> Fun! Not... One of the major ones, as far as I can tell. But he might have had, like, a line or two. Oh, like, that's oh, nice. Yeah, yes, that was fun. And uh, I feel like next episode, yes, also has a fun little cameo, which I will get to then. Oh, neat. Yeah, so what's interesting about that end scene is I feel like they were just like, look, the audience is going to be thinking this, or has been, frankly, for mm-hmm. four years. But especially in this episode, because I'm just sitting there going, like, just
0: leave. But they but they have Torres. You can't leave without Torres.
3: Right, they should have just taken her and left before, like they had her. You know, just been like, you know what? This well, is... they
0: didn't think that these were fucking asshole people. They were like Namira and and Tuvok were getting getting so close. I'm pretty sure that their yeah. thoughts that they were exchanging were just boning thoughts. Oh,
1: totally, totally. Yeah. This this and also they never talk about beaming her out why can't they just do that? Yeah, I don't know. I they
0: never, that... like, the assumption is shields maybe they can maybe. have, but they never say, so you're just left with assume. But, like,
1: I don't know. It seems ridiculous. Ridiculous to me. Like, in, in what Seven says at the end about, like, why are you abiding by Starfleet bullshit when we're trying to get home? It's absolutely right.
0: Like she doesn't ask about she doesn't ask about the Starfleet bullshit. She, she asks, asks about doing the exploration. She asks, Why are we stopping at every single planet on the way home? And Janeway's response was exploration, exploration, do the whole Starfleet thing, boldly go, and all that. Quote the whole Jim Kirk thing. <laughs> when really, I think this episode was probably not the best place to put that scene because no. they started the yeah, episode with stuff. them specifically looking for merchandise that they needed. Yeah. So that's why you stop at planets. And also,
3: I feel like part of it, too, is, you know, they're what they're really hoping is that eventually they'll find a shortcut.
1: Does
0: anyone know of any wormholes around here?
1: But 100%, they should have just done a fucking rescue and gotten just left. Operation, Operation Retrieve.
0: Or, order 24.
3: <laughs> yeah, and do that for good measure. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair question for her to ask. I also, was it this? No, it's the next episode where she talks to Harry about assimilation, but... Mm. But yeah, like you said, maybe not the episode for it.
0: Yeah. For Seven, it's fine. For us, not so much.
3: It just kind of felt like they were like, oh shit, we haven't put the new lady in this episode.
0: (laughs) Well, no, but
2: she was already in it. There's another scene where she's like, Bellana got what she deserved for having nasty mean thoughts. Well,
3: yeah, like her two appearances just kind of felt like... Stupid? No, just like we got to make sure she's in here. It's
2: in in her writer.
0: When I was in the collective, we didn't have nasty mean thoughts. We all just had the same thought all the time.
3: (laughs) Kind of like the scene between uh, Chakotay and Tom, like I want to bust her out. Chakotay's like,
0: yeah, maybe. Oh, they never did anything with that. No, Son of I a thought bitch.
1: that scene was. So, I thought I thought that scene was so stupid just because of the the way that Tom was acting in that scene, where it was like like a ten year old <laughs> asking <laughs> well, asking lore. Daddy for something,
2: and Chakotay was like, well you know what if mom says no sit yeah, in the we'll big chair come up with. even
1: better he did that but then he also did the you know what champ you no know one really help me out why don't you go in the kitchen and count the forks for me <laughs> you know
3: <Yeah. laughs> it's like <laughs> except tom was like he's doing this keep me busy he's like yeah <laughs>
0: Did you have to count a lot of forks as a kid? Jeff? No, no. I was trying to think of like
1: what's the most ridiculous thing a a, per- a parent could make their child do to get them out of their hair. But oh, even I like, hope
0: Justice still listens to this podcast. But
3: he was
1: just
0: like, yeah, yeah sit sit down in the big seat, buddy.
3: Yeah, it's <laughs> like when you get it's like when you go out go somewhere with just one parent, you got to sit in the front seat, right?
2: But imagine like going to the second in command and being like, hey. I kind of want to defy orders. You feel good about that? And he's like, well, see, I was in the McKee. I was going to say, it feels like
3: that's, that's like something you go to first season Chakotay with, where you're thinking maybe he's still kind of like grumpy. But at this point, he's a company man. Like, it is obvious. Yeah,
0: Tuvok is doing more nefarious shit than Chakotay. I also
3: don't, like, I feel like Tuvok, there should have been a scene
1: where Tuvok went to Janeway and was like, let's just bust her out. (laughs) <laughs> because I feel like that's what he would do that's, you know, it's that's in...
2: no it's not because in this episode he showed his true colors as being another Vulcan who really loves Nazis slash fascists
1: that's true Yeah, like, yeah I it's love like, your it's, fascist society it's like
2: he's not even like he's not even doing it because he wants to save Bolana. he's doing it because like I don't know what he wants to be with the chief whatever she is for a little bit more mm. like I don't know but I just feel like he isn't like we have to prove she's innocent he's more like I want to just dig around and solve crimes. And also these fascists are great.
1: The other issue I have here is that from the outset, where she got captured or where she got arrested, the suggestion was that the lobotomy was not punitive. It was necessary because they needed the original thought. They needed to get the pattern of the original thought so that they could extract it from the other guy.
0: Oh yeah, otherwise it spreads. Otherwise it spreads. And this is... Hilariously, this is the most violent thought they've ever encountered on this planet. Seriously. Like, a guy stepped on her toe and she wanted to call him an idiot and wank and punch him in the face. I
3: will say, though, she, she really needs to get some kind of therapy. If your thought, after being gently nudged...
2: It wasn't gentle! It was so... That's how I knew that it was all bullshit. I called this whole episode about... 15 minutes in I I was like like, either that's bad acting or that guy's up to something that's exactly right that's exactly (laughs) what I said and I was like and then Gwil was like touching her and being weird I was like he like took her thought I was like this is definitely bullshit I don't know if I like quite had the black market angle but I got almost to that point
3: you you definitely got you first you went I bet it was Gwil and I bet the other guy was in on it so you called those parts very succinctly Um,
0: how does the old lady fall in
3: (laughs) Apparently yeah, she just addict.
2: loves snuff porn. Jeez. He's, he's like, yeah, I really had to help her out. She was begging me for it. It's like, sir. like. <laughs> but either way, getting your foot
3: trod on and your reaction is, I'm going to fantasize about beating the shit out of this guy. It's well, like, I do that.
2: Maybe. I mean, listen, Balana I mean, just really doesn't like men. And who can blame her? This is fair.
1: She's a spicy lady. She's got that Klingon
3: spice. <laughs> and that means she wants to kill things. It was an interesting angle, though. The whole, like, our society has forgotten how to have dark thoughts, so we steal and sell them.
2: Well, it made me think of when you were playing Cyberpunk. Yeah. One of the, I don't know if it's, like, a through line of the whole game or not, but when It shows up a lot. Yeah, is that people will, like, extract, like, memories from people and sell them, and, like, the really spicy stuff is when they have a memory of, like, people doing a murder. I totally had that idea
3: fucking years ago
2: well so did star trek apparently. i mean honestly yeah. that
3: actually goes as far uh, that actually that idea goes as far back as the uh neuromancer trilogy so
1: uh,
2: well um actually uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just saying to this guy you were beaten to it when I you guess, were like
1: three i guess it's not i guess it's not that original of a thought
2: then. there are no original thoughts yeah
1: no, my idea was that like you'd have like a, a people that basically the the plot of the um hostile movies except instead of like rich people pay other people to do murders on their behalf, so they could download the memory of, of committing the murders.
3: Yeah, that there's yeah there's a black market for snuff, uh, what they call brain dances in the cyberpunk games. Mm,
2: fun. Was this the episode where you had a great outfit? Catch? That's the next one. Damn it! Well, I've remembered. I've officially remembered. So you're on your own from here. No. <laughs> Can only do it once. But yeah, I, I
3: really like the concept though. Yeah, that, the that black market cool.
0: idea was was quite fun.
3: Yeah. I was a little... Like, I don't want to sound like one of these fucking... People.
2: At least not twice in one episode. Yeah,
3: but just the fact that, like... I don't know, I'm not keen on the idea that Vulcans can... Talk telepathically now?
2: Oh, yeah, I new. thought that was pretty
3: stupid because we've never seen that
2: happen. Hey, yeah, like hey, hey, this is just being true to the TOS roots of the show. Just new, episode, can do. New, new episode, <laughs> new episode, new Vulcan power. power. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But it just because you, then you feel like, well, wouldn't Vulcan be a very quiet planet then? Because they'd all just be well, sitting that, around. They thinking. have all the jingly
1: bells mm. to uh, to fill the notes. Yeah, but like we don't. I don't think we really see this before or since. Yeah, like
3: like tactility is a key element of...
2: Well, yeah, but he was leading Kess in telepathic whatevers. Yeah, but he had... I, I feel like, yeah, the tel- like Vulcan telepathic
1: powers is one thing. Like, that's a sound stat- Like, a mind meld is a form of that, I would say. Yeah. But the idea that they can do, like, the the Imzadi... Yeah. <laughs> and just walk around having conversations in their heads is...
0: I mean, you chat you on the Imzadi Inz- shit when we saw it. Well, I know.
1: And... It was stupid then, but at least... <laughs> It was established that the beta zeds have that ability up front. It's, you know, they were introduced to the species and we're introduced to them having head conversations.
2: Okay, but how does Tuvok's third eyelid play into this? Second eyelid. That. How or fourth eyelid. Just a ton of Second, eyelids. third and fourth eyelids. I don't know. But yeah, that, that was one thing. You were just like, eh, was which one strange. is the ESP eyelid? <laughs> oh my God. The third eye. Yeah. Lid. There, there we go. That's, you're right. Nailed it! All mm, right, you had great. it all along. Oh, this is a good cat, you guys. Yeah, have.
1: I really don't think that was necessary because it—it it, it also like it didn't add anything to.
3: It was just so that you knew why he wanted to fuck her so bad. I guess <laughs> they were like, "Wow, you people have suppressed bad things in a different way," and also we can talk without
2: moving our lips. Well, but it also gave him common ground with the black market guy, like a yeah, little something extra true. that was helpful for trust. Yeah, Mm, that's a good point. I think. I mean, I still don't think it was a good idea, but I understand sort of why they did it.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah, Tuvok is like the pusher.
2: Was an interesting, uh, interesting. Oh god,
3: when he was dumping all his dark thoughts into that guy, that scene was. uh,
2: Yeah, he was gripping on his face real hard. I was. That was uncomfortable
3: and well done, Tim Russ. He uh, deserved it. No, no, but but Hollow Tim, not Hollow, uh, Dream Tim Russ, getting to look all pissed off and
2: such. Yeah, there was a lot of mind rape in this movie this episode, which yeah, I wasn't I was like, was. wow, we're back to mind rape? But it Great.
1: Was consensual in this case. The guy- well, no, not with not thinking. with Balana. Oh, you mean with Balana? No, I mean both,
2: but de- not with Belana. Well, like Tuvok and the
1: guy. Yeah, but
2: the guy, Gwil then kind of mind rapes him at the end. He like forces him to give him what he wanted. He's yeah. got his friends holding him while he that's fucking true. like that's a I good mean, point. that's pretty yeah. So I was pretty to graphic.
1: Out, I was trying to figure out the allegory here so like it was obviously nineteen eighty four. obviously like the drugs like drug dealing allegory but also there's like kind of like the uh like the abortion angle that's what i was thinking came too up because they're like oh if you outlaw it, it'll be forced into back alleys and i'm like oh hmm. i hadn't thought of that
2: yeah um, i definitely thought of that oh yeah but i don't really know how else like you it can't doesn't not feel like think of a good, right now. But yeah, that's true. But it also doesn't feel like a good fit otherwise. No,
1: it doesn't. But when they said that thing specifically, that made me think of it. So.
0: Yeah, do you want to know the, the good, good quote from Biller that I have?
3: Okay.
0: The quote is, I think that the more we criminalized and made things that may be natural for people illicit, the more people will do to get them, like in Prohibition. Because mm. he wanted to write an episode about, you know, does violence on television have an effect on people who watch it?
3: Mm. Oh yeah, I guess I I was kind of getting a bit of that vibe early on, and then I kind of forgot to be honest. It did there. I I suppose there was feelings.
2: It's true that video games are the problem. Yep.
3: But say, I definitely felt like definitely uh,
0: outlawed video games in this world. Yeah. Oh God.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Jack Thompson would love it here.
1: They must have outlawed most forms of like entertainment. Popular entertainment, like. yeah, you couldn't books, even have sports. Fiction, you couldn't sports? have sports because oh, they're all... Oh, yeah, yeah, no sports. Maybe. Oh, they're swinging a bat. Oh, my God, I want to go swing a bat. You can't
0: play checkers because, you know, you knock off the other guys. That's no-no. It's very violent.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it sounds like a miserable society, frankly.
0: Oh, but they're all so happy. Oh, you know what? I didn't even realize. I wrote this in my notes and didn't even look to to see if I recognized her. But our, our examiner friend, Nimira, was Gwyneth Walsh. Who played Bator. No. What? Of Lursa and Baytor. Holy oh, shit. Oh,
2: wow. Mm.
0: That's I fun. didn't recognize her because her, her, her cleatage
2: wasn't right. see I
0: Couldn't see her boob. She windows. wasn't all ridgy. Yeah, she said she really, she was really happy to be in this episode because she didn't have to spend hours in the makeup chair. All she
3: had to do was wear a dumb wig.
0: And say constabulary.
3: it's mm. a weird word. So yeah.
0: Speaking of tits.
2: Nice melons at the oh. uh, at the old produce. Oh yeah, stand the everything day. there was so tit shaped.
1: Want to squeeze these water balloons, water plums, whatever water the fuck pl- it was. Yeah. I, I, I find them
2: very tart. I was like, I don't know what kind of foreplay talk that
3: is, but I don't like it. I have nothing against Neelix wanting to get some. I don't like the idea that his whiskers are apparently an erogenous zone.
0: Also, he's got such a type.
3: Blonde yeah. blondies
0: with tits, like young blonde with tits.
3: But, you know, at least she seemed to be into it, though, which, you know, you don't always have with Star Trek. She's
0: like, no, I'd like to tug
2: on your whiskers.
3: All right, shit, all right, to each
2: their own.
1: Yeah,
3: but, like,
2: here's
1: the thing. It's only creepy, but she brought it up. Like, he was fine to just stand there and, like, crush on her a little bit. But then when she's like, hey, so you want to do some sex stuff, eh? She made it awkward, I feel like. It wasn't awkward until
3: she.
2: I don't know if she made it awkward, but she did make the subtext text. Yeah. I suppose with a
3: society of telepaths, they don't bother with subtext. You know, there's like,
2: yeah, all right. Yeah, it's like what's his name in Picard with the divine sisterhood of the yah yah. Oh,
3: uh, total candor.
2: Total candor things, Exquisite
3: yeah. candor. Something, Abs- some kind of. Absolute There we go. Absolute, absolute candor. candor.
1: So that brings up a point that the. Telepathy in this episode is really inconsistent, because Neelix's girlfriend was able to figure out just by standing near him that he wanted to get his whiskers his stroked, whiskers stroked. <laughs> mm. but tugged. Jake like, tugged. Why were? Why did they have to interrogate verbally? That that
0: that also confused me. Like, That's why true. are they even asking? Unless. They're expecting them to lie, but I feel like they wouldn't do this with people on their own planet because people on their own planet, they just talk tele- telepathically when May, they need
3: to. Well, they did say they were, like, basically reading her thoughts and scanning them. Maybe they're only bothering to ask out loud as, like, a courtesy to, you know, non-telepathic dum-dums. Mm.
2: Hmm. Well, well but also- also- Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say that if you're asking them questions out loud, you can catch them in a lie. Mm. True. Like, even if they try to hide something. Well,
1: but, like, if you can just pick up stray thoughts from just hanging around how come nobody noticed that Tweel was a fucking weirdo
2: <laughs> Tweel what's his name Gweel no. which isn't that different really and it's also close to Queel it's like oh, yeah. this is the way or I've spoken or whatever the fuck it is oh, he I says. forgot that was his name Yeah, I love Picknance. my blurgs <laughs> you do
3: yeah I hadn't thought of that but...
2: But it seems like physical contact was necessary almost. Well, because... maybe that was just
3: to steal it specifically. Like, if you want to keep it, you have to touch.
2: Well, but they also talk about, like, how they've put up walls against those kinds of thoughts. Like how, mm-hmm. uh, what's, Gwil Gwil queel whatever the fuck his name is. Squidward, Squilliam, was saying that, you know, he wasn't able to sense everything because Tuvok was, like, kind of hiding it. To mm. down too deep so maybe like but also tuvok's from a yeah. society so with telepathic tuvok knows how to
3: lock shit down yeah whereas balana is an open book and i'm sure most humans are too
2: mm. well but just as as we've said earlier in this episode though for vulcans the mind meld thing all of the telepathy stuff is very tactile so maybe to mm. some extent oh yeah but i mean being able to erect
3: an internal mental wall I think, yeah, he, was he was erecting, erecting bar, right? something <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. fucking a um
2: God, the boner noises he was making. I was so uncomfortable in that scene when he was like, oh, yeah, show me your dirty atomic bomb thoughts. I was like, ugh. Sorry.
0: Speaking of Tuvok locking things down, they also had an interesting conversation about the practicality of the brig. Mm. Because Namira is like, oh, you guys still lock people in rooms? What is even the (laughs) point of that?
2: How barbaric. (laughs) Like, what are we supposed to do? People are always really... them. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say,
0: people are always really
2: smug about how barbaric Starfleet is, and then they're like, we just mind-rape people when they commit
3: crimes. Holy shit! That's how you knew they were gonna have something terrible.
2: Oh, 100%. The minute anyone
3: is just like, oh, you're so primitive, it's like, oh god, what's your society's terrible, terrible catch?
0: Hi, hello. (laughs) It did make me think of the... Because I know, like, the one thing Tuvok says is, oh, the brig isn't for rehabilitation. It's for protection for everybody else from yeah. this person. And the thing is, like, there are a lot of prisons. I think mostly in like Scandinavia. Spoilers for next episode. Um, <sighs> that in which they actually do use prisons as rehabilitation.
2: Well, theoretically, we're supposed to be no, doing well, that also. No, no,
0: we use prisons as easy, cheap labor yeah. for the for, for workforces. Yes, no, in, in other
3: places in Free the labor. civilized world, they actually, yeah, like, offer people job training and therapy and
1: help.
2: Some people get education in our prisons.
3: <laughs> From the school of hard knocks.
2: Yeah, but
0: they, I think I feel like they put it on the prisoners to do it themselves. Yeah, like 100%. they actually like some
3: countries have active like, you know, what's the word? Not not just like here here's your high school diploma that you can also get like job training.
1: Yeah, it's because American society is so puritanical and we have a concept of bad guys. Yeah, well, and also again,
3: like like Ang said, you know, we got rid of legal slavery, quote unquote, and so prisons, fuck it. America is, is a nightmare. Yeah, basically. it's pretty bad. But yes, the Puritanical Foundation does not help. America makes perfect sense if you realize it was founded by corporations and Puritans. Like And slave it, owners.
2: And people who were too whose religion was too weird for their own countries, so they came here.
3: Yeah, when when seventeenth century Europe is like you're too Christian, <laughs> there's something wrong with you.
0: Put them on an island somewhere.
3: Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Tangent over.
0: No, it's a good tangent.
3: But yeah, I mean overall despite some of the weirdness, some of the choice, and a lot. I actually, I quite like this one.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a, it was a good touch. Uh, Jane Lee doesn't know how to count currency. That was, yeah. That was I like that little touch, little things like that, because I remember back in Futures End, she didn't know how to type on a keyboard. Right. She shit at it for, at first until mm. she got a little bit of the knack of it. She and I was like, what the fuck is is this a two cent? What is this? <laughs> like, yeah, she
3: definitely had the look of like tourist using another country's money for the first time. So, yeah, that but was. Where did they get the money? That's yeah, what I want to know. I assume they must have sold something. They bartered for it.
2: Kim's clarinet. One of, <laughs> get rid of it. One of uh, Chicote's tubs. No, oh. she sold the
3: watch he gave her last week. Oh, yeah. no,
2: because she doesn't know. She doesn't but know that's what's the
1: important. Thing. I mean, like, Voyager's got
3: replicators, so
1: they can just make shit.
2: Could have just been fresh water. Remember how excited Neelix was about fresh water? Mm. yeah, that's true. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Telaxians? No, are the, these the, people the Kazon?
1: The, the brain fuckers. Oh, those
2: jerks. Yeah, yeah they the Kazon sucked. are jerks too. Do we ever all see the jerks. Kazon again?
3: We are ten years from their space, so hopefully not.
2: Sweet, that's good because they were annoying. Very. Oh,
0: here's a, a note that I made and then quickly needed, needed to rectify. Shouldn't be it be impossible to sneak up on a telepath? Oh no, they figured out Tuvok was there. <laughs> 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 Yeah, good episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah pretty, pretty decent. Good, pretty
0: I like good. Tuvok in it. Tuvok's always a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. R.I.P. Tally Pity. or Telia or Nelly or whatever the fuck her name was.
0: Yeah, Neelix's little, little... What was her name? Uh, tally. Tally. I was close. Oh.
1: He wanted her to tally me banana. <laughs>
0: okay, that's it. That's, that's a good. good one. I'll allow it. Yep. I'll allow it so much that I'll move on to the next episode. Thank there you, we buddy. go. Thank you. Uh, all right, let's talk concerning flight. Ugh. Do we have to? Yeah, yes. we kind of do. It's I sucked. mean, we've talked about worst episode. Yeah. Worst episode. I am so shocked you guys didn't like this one. It's because terrible. It's so goofy.
1: It's another. It's another. Janeway goes on an adventure with her historical hero. Yeah.
0: So we start off when and Da Vinci and Janeway are playing airplane. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> Open up, and they fall in a pond or something because the plane doesn't a burn. river. A river. Oh god. And oh no, something's happening. Let's go check out what's happening. What's happening is. Someone from somewhere is teleporting some of our important shit off of the ship. We lose the computer core. That seems important. Mm -hmm. The EMH's mobile emitter, also pretty important. A whole bunch of other supplies and stuff. A lot of rations that no one's going to miss until, you know, the the replicators aren't working again. And they realize, okay, we got to go track down this stuff because now our computer's bullshit. Great.
2: Doesn't even talk anymore. <laughs> I say, hello, computer.
0: It ignores me. It's like, gurgle, gurgle. So they track down where all the stuff is to this planet, this this market planet that has its own black market for sure. And they, they go down there and they say, oh, well, we, we're, we're sensing one of the Federation supplies coming right for us. <laughs> and they look over and because the Da Vinci program had been playing at the time that all this stuff was stolen, they also have the Da Vinci program equipped with the mobile emitter. So Leo is just having the fucking time of his life. He thinks he's been brought to America because his tiny holographic mind, brilliant mind, weird can't quite wrap his wrap around all this stuff. He says, Katarina. Katarina. look at all the crap that I get to play with now. Because my patron is some rich snob who's really a fucking jerk I should actually be more worried about. But he's letting, he's letting me build my plane better, and this one will work. He's letting me do all this stuff. I'm making all these paintings. I painted the whole countryside just this afternoon. How long have you been here, Leo? Years? Holy shit. Yeah,
3: I... Mm.
0: I think it took him ten days to get there. So yeah, So that but, much we know. Ugh. And Katerina says, that that's all very nice, Leo, but we got to figure out how to get into this black market. So could you introduce us to your patron? He says, Of course I can. He's a slimy slumlord. Let mm-hmm. me introduce you. And they do, and Katarina gets to meet up with the with the computer whom we know, but the computer's, you know, now in this guy Tao's um hands. taus
2: house. <laughs>
0: tau's house. Bow Wow's. <laughs> And he says, look at how great this computer is. And Janeway's playing like, yep, it sure is great. I kind of want it. So maybe we'll talk about this later. A whole bunch of other stuff happens. There's a whole lot of like little side quests that are not terribly interesting that end up adding up to Janeway playing with Leo, which is fine. Gosh, what happens next? So many things. Nothing interesting. Yeah, Leo tells them the best way to get into this place you can't beam in is to just use the front door, the side that's not facing the sun. And it'll be unlocked, because of course it will. And that was very confusing to me. So they go in, and Janeway has been, has been outed at this point as a, as a captain instead of someone just interested in computers. And Tao is there, and he's like, I'm going a- to shoot everybody. And they get out of it because, of course, they do. And they start beaming shit. And Leo's like, "Why is thing? Why are things vanishing?" I still think this is like the 16th century or whatever I'm from. Aren't we in France? I got shot. Am I still alive? I'm having an ex- existential crisis, but I can't because I'm a, I'm a hologram. So they <clears throat> sight to sight beam to like a, the top of a short hill.
1: An area outside Los Angeles.
0: And and the plane is there for reasons, and Leo says, okay, the best way to get away, instead of running down the hill, is to take the plane, which I swear will work now. And they get on the plane, and I don't remember why or if that helped, because I know the Voyager was saying, we can't get them until we're 500 kilometers. They
1: flew flew for a while, and then the Enterprise beamed, or the Voyager beamed them out of midair
0: yeah the voyager grabs the plane puts the plane in cargo bay immediately throws it in the replicator because it's useless puts leo back where no one will ever talk to him again because at this point like his existential crisis is teeming
2: i didn't understand this whole breaking into the place thing i don't think the writers did because i thought they had to get there and like overload the thing so that they would see them and then they could beam them up but then they weren't able to beam them up they were just able to beam up the computer well because they
3: were too far from the core when they beamed it up
1: yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah it was stupid yeah the, the I think mean, the stupidest thing among many stupid things in this episode was the the oh we must go into the door on the side <laughs> facing away from the sun shadows
2: and light <laughs> like
0: what and the yes, fuck that is way like, if, if someone's trying to, to break in they'll have the sun in their has, eyes has,
1: has Leonardo da Vinci not not aware that the sun moves. Sets? <laughs>
0: there's night sometimes. There's yes. night.
1: In the morning, it's in a different place than it is in the afternoon. Like, sometimes
0: it's cloudy, Jake. Like, what, you know? does,
1: what does Leonardo's house look like? Where is his door? That,
0: mm. He lives underground. It's on the
1: roof.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. This was so bad.
2: See, actually, I now, sort of thinking actually, back, I understand why you thought he would like this. He loved Time Zero. Leonar- yeah, exactly. Leonardo.
1: Lives in the sewers. That's what the answer is. Uh, with Michael, and uh, uh, Raphael, and Donatello. Donatello and, 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 Splinter. and Splinter. Yep. Yeah,
3: you know, th- this was awful. Um, <laughs> bless John Reese davies doing his best with some absolute stupidity. Yeah,
0: yeah, I didn't follow most of the episode. I thought any of the little side quests with like, Catarina. seven, seven, here's a drawing of a hillside that Leota oh, make it look like something in the computer and she's like, Okay. I, I
2: literally can't. It's already perfect. <laughs> also, like, why, why do they throw in
1: the "We have come to America"? I, I don't like
2: I don't know. America, America. I mean, in Leonardo
1: America. da Vinci's time, America had like literally been discovered by Europeans. Like he died like twenty years after. Columbus I think I think th-
0: I think it was a joke to be like Leonardo doesn't understand some of the stuff. Therefore, it must be foreign. Therefore, it must be American because he wouldn't know.
1: But America in his time was like
0: yeah, a wilderness. it wasn't a thing. Yeah,
1: there were no there were permanent settlements in the United or not in in the in, in any problem maybe in the Caribbean there were some settlements. Wow, well,
3: you, you were really close. He died in fifteen
1: nineteen. There you go. And we all know in fourteen ninety two. Columbus, Columbus yeah. and I don't think it was even called America for like several years, right? Because it was Amerigo Vespucci yeah. who did that. P.S. There were lots of established European settlements. Thank you. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say.
2: I in fact think there were lots of people living yes, there. And thank, uh,
1: thank you for correcting me. But yes, I, I, intend, I, I meant <laughs> European settlements. Or actually, no, there were
0: probably alien settlements. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say.
2: We go by the by Chicote's story. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So,
0: regarding the story, the first thing that I read on the Memory Alpha was that the story writer uh, was, was on crack. Mm-hmm. No, I, I didn't write down his name. I forgot his name. It's it? fine. His name should be forgotten. And Minoski, who wrote the teleplay, neither were satisfied with the result because both of them were arguing basically the whole time. Because I guess the original pitch didn't have Da Vinci, and then they added Da Vinci. And neither of them quite agreed with what way that the story was going, because I guess originally it was just a stuff is getting stolen off the Enterprise. You have to go get it. Let's deal with black markets because we loved them last episode. And then they added Da Vinci because they they really wanted to play with that character more because it's fun to play with John Reese Davies. And I, it didn't come together. The two of both of them are right that it that it didn't come out right.
3: No, no, it no, did not. It didn't make a terrible any sense. episode. It came out bad. It, it's just... Yeah, no, it's a mess. Uh, Tau, by the way, was the one other person on regular one that had any dialogue in Wrath of Khan. <laughs>
2: oh, good for him. Hey, Chris, did you notice any cool costuming shit in this episode? Oh, good, you remembered! <laughs> I did.
3: So, yeah, this is possibly the saddest thing I've ever noticed.
2: It's not, but it's cute that you think it is, so go It's ahead. up there. So, you know... You guys can be the
3: judge. Janeway and Tuvok are in disguise, quote unquote, and I was like, "Seen that outfit before?" And sure enough, that is the same costume Tim Russ wore as Mirror Tuvok in DS Nine.
1: I read about. Well, they that. already had it, so. Or vice
3: versa. I'm not sure which episode came first. I didn't um, look into that part. That's fun. But yeah, I was just like, pretty sure that's his mirror I mean, costume. His sense
1: of style transcends
0: uh, time universes. And space. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so they knew it fit him. So. Yeah.
1: One one thing I did kind of like is that when they were trying to track down the equipment they talked to that guy who had bought some stuff and was wearing it Oh yeah, I, I did like that he was in their shirt. He
3: yeah. did
0: look good
1: in red. I like that. Yeah, I, I like I thought I thought that was a fun thing. Nice look work. Time. Yeah, I, I I
3: yeah, I like that too. I think
1: It would be great like if if they had had a joke where the guy first tried to deny that he was <laughs> yeah, he had bought it. I know. I didn't buy any stolen merchandise.
0: M. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good joke. Uh, okay, so Chris, did you like Tuvok trying to make small talk with Da Vinci? That was kinda
3: cute. Yeah, you know what's drove me crazy. The surgery bed was stolen, but they never talked about
0: it. How do you know the surgery bed was stolen? They
3: showed it happen.
0: Oh, it wasn't and it wasn't in the list of stuff that got stolen. Damn and, it. And
2: it didn't and the doctor didn't seem terribly worried about the fact that his surgery bed was gone. it's well, he wouldn't be because he's too busy shitting a brick that he won't be able to go anywhere. Which
3: is fair. But, like, seriously, it's your only surgery bed.
1: Mm. I did I did kind of like the scene where he was trying to get the scoop on what was going yeah, on. Yeah, that was okay, too.
2: But imagine trying to ask Seven. Yeah, Silly right? doctor. Like, so, want to hang out and chat? Dude, it's no. like, Doc, do you know who would have been, the only person who would have been poor, more poorly equipped for this task would have been Season 1 you. Like, mm-hmm. let's just cool it.
3: Alana's still being mean to Seven and Nine. That's cool. She Seven gotta, nine she sucks. She's gonna <laughs> cool off with that. She can't yeah, help Seven, that she's a Borg.
0: Yeah, Seven did try to, like, sabotage the ship several times. Okay,
3: but she was still kind of borgy. It's, you know.
0: Yeah. She um, is kind of a bitch. You know, grow
1: to
3: love each other. So,
0: tons here's... Of, tons of slash about he, it. Here's what
3: fucking drove me the most up a wall.
0: Tell him, oh, boy. Please. Why
3: was Tau patronizing Da Vinci? I was waiting for the episode to explain it. Maybe
2: he was hoping he could sell some of his shit.
0: Yeah, I feel like the character Tao was so uninteresting to me. I know last week when we talked about Year of Hell, we talked about Anorax. Mm -hmm. They made a very compelling villain. Yeah. Who had, like... Because there were reasons why he did things. With Tao. even if the reason is power, we should see that. But he seems to just be doing shit because the script tells him to.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like... Even if the reason was just given as, oh, yeah, I humor this thing because so, I can show him off as a piece of merchandise. Mm. Like, look at this really fancy fake guy. But they
1: never With the
0: plane g- he built. Isn't that hilarious? Or, or, or yeah. Or even
1: just, like, like an entertaining... Yeah. Like, if he was portrayed as, like, you know, when, when Da Vinci was describing him as, like, a prince and all this... Yeah. I was expecting him to be, like, Hedonism Bot, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... That would have been good. But but no. Like, I could imagine, like, ah, yes, bring me my amusing hologram
3: man to yeah.
1: entertain me with his weird little words.
3: But, <laughs> but since the only information we get on their relationship is from Da Vinci, they don't have a scene together, except for when Da Vinci clocks him on the back of the head, the head. Mm. Like, as far as we know as the audience, he legitimately thinks that this guy will be useful to him. Yeah. Which I'm sure isn't what it is, but we don't know what it is. And it... There's no logical reason. What little we know of Tao, as you said,
0: it's like he's doing a great expectations on him, and just saying like, "Oh, I, I'm going to just fund your life for my own reasons that make that aren't clear
3: at all, whatsoever." I just, oh my god, just no, everything about oh, such a bad episode.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I, you know, I was done with the Leonardo shtick. And its the first appearance. Yeah. 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 Well, luckily, so's the show. Apparently.
0: Good. And you know what's almost sad is we're not going to see Leonardo again now that we act now that he's had experiences that he could recount or develop like a Moriarty character. Granted, mm-hmm. you know that's just kind of copying TNG, but yeah. I think the interesting thing about hologram characters is when they when they're able to develop, and he's mm. not going to get that now, mm. right? Because he's right on the
2: cusp. He just kind of realized like something's up. I'm yeah. not...
0: If anyone was going to figure out that they're a hologram, it's Da Vinci. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I think I think the imp- implication is that he's not quite sophisticated enough to grasp to grasp it. Like not sophisticated technologically. Like yeah. he just he just he doesn't have the code that Moriarty already had.
3: Even though, in theory, like he's being run off the most advanced computer in Starfleet mm. right now,
1: it surprises me that the Doctor was able to function at
3: all without the computer. The computer. Yeah, yeah. Considering he's a been...
1: computer program. Yeah, mm. like
3: you. Uh, I mean, I guess you'd want your EMH to be able to run off the backups, but you think he'd be at like reduced capacity? Yeah, he. You be, think
2: he would be season one Doctor? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: He yeah. should like they should have had that. Like he should have been reverted to just like.
2: Please insert
3: girder. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> if he went low poly and, like, could only just say, <laughs> like, 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 it looks like a PS1 character, that would have been amazing. That
2: actually would have been great. It would have been a much better use of CG than the uh, hang glider. I'm in low power
3: mode.
0: They built that plane device specifically for this show.
3: Wow.
1: It I, didn't look good. No. I, when I read
0: that in the in in the memory alpha, I was like, "Oh man, that's gonna be cool." And I looked at it, it's like, "Oh, it looks I mean, really dumb." It looks dumb. like they
1: took a regular hang glider and then like replaced the wing. That's with... what I thought
3: they'd done. The fact that it's bespoke makes me even sadder. <laughs>
0: okay, I need I need to make sure that we remember because it's the most ridiculous fucking thing. Because and it comes up in this episode. We have met Da Vinci before in TOS because Flint was Da Vinci.
3: That's what that was a reference. I meant to look that up, see if that was a reference oh, to something about Jim that Kirk actually him? happened. I also
2: wanted to know what that mm. was about.
3: So who is Flint again? He was that immortal.
0: Yeah, he was in Requiem for Methuselah. He was that guy who's literally, like, lived for thousands Jesus. of years. Yeah.
3: Kirk fell in love with his girlfriend and she died and Kirk had a sad, so Spock, without consulting him first, erased his memory of the events.
2: Oh, that's awful, yeah. Yeah. You know about that.
0: Yeah, I was oh. fucked up. But it was also a terrible idea because now, now it's like you know, Da Vinci was this guy, and he's still alive. And he lives in space. And he's got a robot girlfriend.
3: I had forgotten that, and uh, we'll hopefully forget it again. Yeah,
0: I'll remind you. Don't worry.
1: Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> well, so that probably means that he, if that's you know true, then he's probably still actually alive,
3: Da Vinci. He maybe wrote the program, no less.
0: Nah. Either I don't know. On. I saw someone conjecture online that because Kirk had promised Flint not to let anybody know about all of his identities, mm. that maybe the fact that Janeway seems to know something about it means that Kirk tattled. Possibly because in the meantime Flint died,
1: or maybe like Kirk is, was just like, "Oh yeah, I met I met Da Vinci and didn't give details." Like you mm-hmm. would like you that could, would be a Kirk move. You could yeah. say that without outing Flint
2: probably just trying to impress the
0: ladies anyway yeah like i said kirk is always flirting with something Mm
3: -hmm. mostly the ship um
1: yeah i was trying to remember when they said i i forgot about that flint thing so i was like is this like was there a savage curtain no yeah that's that was my my
3: first thought was like was he in no no that was lincoln and sarah not sarah um What's his name? Uh, Cer- Sorak. Sure- she- there we go. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And a bunch of other people. Cool.
0: There's a really silly thing that Memory Alpha has been doing with, the le- with these two episodes, and I don't know how long it's going to go on, but probably a while, in which when they're trying to put the, tell this episode where it lands in the chronology, it says, this is an episode that falls between Year of Hell 1 and Year of Hell 2. And I look at this like, yeah, stop it, because Year of Hell 2's, Date doesn't affect these because it didn't happen. Well, but Stop may- but maybe- putting the note in both fucking episodes. Well, maybe
1: what they mean is that because they don't give a star date, but they do in Year of Hell, that it happened in the time that got erased.
0: Did they not give a star date for this one?
1: Maybe that's maybe they didn't. I don't know.
0: No, I think it's I think it's because when when things happen out of order of things, people post it on on know. Memory Alpha.
1: Yeah, but that's probably yeah so probably somebody extrapolated if they don't say that they probably do say that stardate in year of hell too but if they don't somebody yeah, probably extrapolated it and was like oh okay this 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 overlaps that time period yeah buttholes buttholes
0: uh da vinci is wearing the stupidest hat i've ever seen so that's a da vinci hat that's how <laughs> yeah i mean that's, that's just what rolls. people
3: wore back then unfortunately
0: i had like his <laughs> nightgowns either
3: Partway through, I was just like, this of the beard and the hair and the red. I was like, man, we,
2: how is it we've never gotten John Reese
3: davies as Santa Claus?
2: He would be a great Santa
0: Claus. He does that probably on his own time.
3: Mm. Like McFoley. So.
2: Like who? McFoley. He does? Yeah.
3: Oh. Did a whole documentary about, like, mall Santas, because he's, he's a he's a mall Santa.
2: Oh, I had no idea. That's fucking sick. I want to go sit on McFoley's lap. Not in a weird way. Like, in a Santa way.
0: Santa. Oh, there was one other little detail I liked, and that was that Da Vinci starts sketching Tuvok's ears. Oh, yeah, that that was a nice... Kind of cute.
3: A nice thing. And then he turns it into a dragon's ass. Or whatever. Not cromulent Vs. What's the fucking
0: term? What?
2: No idea what you're talking about. Cromulent Vs. I'm trying to quote Homestar Runner. Soylent Green?
0: I've never watched, so have fun. Uh,
2: Homestar was quality internet.
1: 20 years ago.
2: Yep.
0: Guys have a very different definition of quality
2: than I do. No, it's just that the internet there wasn't as many options back then, so the things that counted as good were you
3: know. consummate V's. There it is.
0: Neat.
2: I still don't still know. Still don't
0: that get. Is. I'm i am not going to get it. That's how. No,
1: like, no, I know. It's just. Is that from when he drew the dragon? Yes. Ah, okay. Now I know. I don't remember. I still Somebody sent a uh, strong bad email about drawing a dragon, and then. He drew the dragon. Oh yeah, his, I've
2: seen
0: the
3: dragon.
1: And then he burns a village.
3: But yeah, it's the only connection again. He turned two boxy here into a dragon's butt.
0: Why wouldn't Leonardo notice that the stars are not from Earth?
1: Good question. Because it's never because the sun is always in the same place on this. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> and and, oh, and seen, apparently <laughs> always in your eyes. He's never seen the night sky since he's been here.
2: he's,
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I got nothing. Can't even claim it's a different hemisphere. It's the same hemisphere.
1: It's also very unclear to me how fucking long Da Vinci was on this planet for. Supposedly Ten
0: days. Ten
3: days at the most, allegedly.
1: It sounds it seems like it was he had to remember ages. ages. Yeah. yeah, no, make yeah, no he fucking built sense. A he's invented a bunch of shit since he's been
3: there. He seems pretty well settled in. Just such a Yeah, no, this is
1: This was bad Star Trek. Bad,
3: this, bad this, Star Trek. This like is tran- this is up there is just one of the worst we've seen.
0: Oh, not the worst. Oh, we've I don't seen. know about no. that.
3: No, think. Well, I don't mean like, but I mean like, this is definitely one that like is a. St- well, I will remember as a standout. That was a bad episode of Star Trek. Like in general, yeah, not so just I Voyager. Feel, I the feel
1: like this was,
2: Could I know like top ten worst. I don't know because it's not like of
0: offensive, all of Star it's not Trek. No.
1: offensively bad. It's just
0: it's just stupid. There's just it just seems pointless. Like mm. when they get on the plane at the end. I really have no idea why. I think, did they say they were at the edge of a cliff? But then yeah. when they pan back, they're just going down a hill.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. Was a, it was supposed to be a big drop.
0: If it was a cliff and they're like, oh no, Tao is going to get see, us. See, the
1: problem is... It, what they, they're watching them from the ship and they're like, oh, they're at the edge of a precipice. What will they do?
3: Yeah, it's like they needed us to be way more invested in in, in Da Vinci than we were. To be happy for him that his stupid plane worked. And we just don't care. It's so
0: bad. It just seemed like very forced that S- we need to use the plane. Wh- how will we figure out a way Beacon. to use the plane? If we can't figure out a way to use the plane, just do it. And don't explain it. Why, Star Trek? Why did you want to hurt us so?
3: <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe not all time bad, but you know what it is? It's T-A-S bad.
1: Feels like okay.
0: a TAS episode.
3: Some TAS
0: vibes yeah, to it. I'll give you that. It's like there are some some like nuggets in here, like like Jane uh, Janeway went total. Who watches the Watchers on Da Vinci's ass when she's like, okay, if you were, what animal does she? A sparrow. Just unburst, I guess, if you were, kind of if bird. you were some kind of burb, would you understand humans? And he's like, no, because birds aren't as advanced. And she's like, exactly, you're a bird.
3: You dumb fuck, you stupid, stupid bird, and I'm not saying a crow, I mean a dumb bird.
1: I mean, can the hollow mobile emitter only hollow emit people? like I don't know, could you have it hollow emit a car or a helicopter or a ship? If or a he bird? takes
0: that hat off, does it disappear?
2: If you cut him, does he not bleed? I think it would. Think it would. <laughs> you think Janeway ever
3: steals the hollow emitter just so she can have a dog again for a while?
0: She should. Good dog.
1: I was trying to think about what would happen if the doctor... Have we seen the doctor take off his own hollow emitter when he's not in sickbay?
3: No, I don't think so.
0: No, I don't like, think
1: we would Would you be able to? Like, would, the, would the hollow... I
3: imagine it would like stick to his hand if he did, you know? Like...
1: But I no, assume, I imagine I assume it, only if, if, one if, side of it has the capability to do holograms. Yeah, probably like flip around or something. Or like if he pulled it off, would he just, he dis- would it just fall on the floor?
0: He would disappear and it would fall on the floor.
1: Hmm. Or would him pulling it off, because he would momentarily disappear right as he pulled it off. Or would it just pull him with it? How would that work? Would, yeah, I mean, Because hmm. you got to figure.
0: Can he pause himself? He's
1: weightless, basically. Mm. The the mobile emitter is supported by him, but it's also making him. So if he pulled it, would he just float across the floor in the direction that he's pulling it?
3: I
0: think you're putting way too much thought. I really, this I tree.
3: don't know. As, as is often the case with the Doctor, we are putting more thought into him than the writers ever did. Well, yeah,
0: they didn't mean for you. To his realities.
3: Things. They they he actually gets character development. So he does. They give him more thought than they do some other people.
2: But no name yet.
3: No, never will.
2: Nope, that's a shame. Honestly, though. I feel like it would be a letdown, whatever it was.
3: Unless it was Graham, like you said.
0: Yeah, or unless there was, like, a really meaningful episode where someone else names him. Like what Freya did. She mm. was great. She was. Yep. No, wait. He
3: he came with that name, but she kind of, like...
0: Yeah, she made it special.
3: Yes. But
1: now he can't...
0: But, and that's why he can't... Use that's, that's almost why that would have only been the only logical choice to be a name, because now all other ones, you're just like, but it's not, there's no meaning here. Yeah.
2: Could be like when What's-Her-Name named Kevin Cosner Ulysses at the end of Waterworld. Well, in that one cut. Which is, I I found it underwhelming.
0: My last note is at the very, very end when Da Vinci decides, I'm going to go leave France or leave Italy and go do whatever the fuck it is he's doing and be free. I never knew Da Vinci really wanted freedom from Italy. Okay. Uh, And then they pan slowly in on a drawing of a caged bird. And I'm like, oh no, Da Vinci felt like he was trapped in the holodeck. What were they going for? God. He's free now like a bird, except this one's in a cage. Maybe the door should be open in the drawing. I don't fucking was know. Was it
2: based on a real Da Vinci anything, or was it just some bullshit they made up for this show? If it was,
0: I didn't read anything on it.
2: I, I, I just
3: have. I love the idea that your video game can get broken by a main character saying, Fuck it, I'm not staying here. Like would she guarantee
0: have... he's back the next time she goes in? Well, but
3: she'd that. have to like reset the program, I imagine he's well, like, I'm a mover to France. Well, that's, I mean, that's the
2: thing.
1: That's really fucking easy to do. You just say, reset program.
3: Right, but that's what I mean. Like, I feel like, you know, you'd probably have to completely reset it, including, like...
2: He wouldn't remember anything. Yeah. you have to restart your game. Or you'd have
3: to go back a few yeah. save files.
2: But yeah, like, imagine, it's like,
1: well, maybe the end of the game is he moves to France. Maybe. And now she, gets, she unlocks New Game Plus. Mm. <laughs>
3: Da Vinci has twice the hit points. He's,
1: he's wearing <laughs> yeah. a different hat. Yes, but she gets to keep all of the equipment that she, she got along the
0: way. Exactly. That Felix, exactly.
2: what didn't he think of? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I miss Vic.
0: Yeah, and then you wipe his memory like we tried to do last episode with Bolana.
3: Mm. Oof.
0: Speaking of Balana, let's get out of this. God, yeah. That's fine, it's fine. I don't think it was as bad as Chris seems to think, but it it wasn't, like, a good episode. Yeah, like, I'll... I'll, I'll,
3: It was crappy. It wasn't blood fever. I'll scale it back to T.A.S. bad, with the exception being Bam, which is one of the worst episodes of any Star Trek ever. The rest of T.A.S.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really, like, my calibration on what Ames will hate is really just off, because I thought for sure you would have really disliked this one.
0: I mean, I didn't, li- it was It was. I was just so mad on it, and I think because I didn't understand a lot of the stuff, I just kind of glossed over, but anyway, as I was saying earlier, yeah. uh, speaking of Buana, uh we're looking at new ships today, we just finished all the different Federation ships up till time of recording, I'm sure there's already new ones on the internet somewhere, uh, but today we're talking alien ships, and we're going to start with the Klingon. Woo! So today is Klingon ship day We're going to start at the tippy top of TOS
3: Wait, 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 but this is a Romulan ship
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the first Klingon TOS ship we see is the D-7 Which is a very strange ship because it's like a little, it's almost like a Romulan ship base. And then a long fucking hallway to nowhere Mm. until you finally get to the bridge, which is just a big giraffe head at the end of this neck. Like, what is the point of that? That's just like, hey, it's like
2: in a video game. Here's the weak point. (laughs) There's a circle with flashing lights around it. I do
1: wonder, like, in TOS we have this, we also have the Enterprise that has a long neck. This
0: neck, this neck is so long. Oh yeah, this is much longer. You but, can cut it with scissors. But it, it
1: makes me, it does make me wonder. Like, is it like a safety thing? Like, is there, you know, risks that if the reactor goes kapplui, it
0: can saucer separate. It can
1: saucer separate, or you can use the front part to
0: maybe life it's raft.
3: A, a necessary result of that crazy launcher they have in the mouth
0: there in the mouth
3: well like, we can't see it from this angle but it's got the like huge launcher like right yeah the big the, oh, little, the little
0: mouth yeah the little ooh, mouth
3: maybe the idea originally was that it's the end of like maybe it starts from here and it's like a railgun thing but isn't that like a
0: hallway how else do you get to your bridge
3: well i mean you know there's a hallway and underneath it is like your gun oh,
0: So gosh
3: i don't know what lines up i mean you gotta give it this it's distinctive as fuck
0: yeah, yeah, I
1: think it looks cool. It doesn't look terribly practical.
0: But yeah, no. I think it's that's cool. what it is with me. It's like that neck is is just a. It's, you can just like chop it off mm. and destroy this ship. It looks flimsy. Mm. Maybe that's because it's you know it's TOS and everything there was still made out of but balsa wood and chewing gum. Yeah,
3: yeah. Good design though. You know, classic. The allegedly the the story of the name because they never actually say D Seven cruiser at all in TOS, or I think anywhere, frankly. But it is like Nimoy and Shatner were taking the piss out of Roddenberry or something. He was saying, he was saying something like, no, 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 Gene, it's the D7, because I, I, fuck, I'm ruining it. I'll Google it and link it (laughs) on the Facebook, the actual story. But basically Shatner and Nimoy came up with the name as part of a prolonged teasing of Gene Roddenberry, is my understanding. That's
0: the only way to do
3: anything. Yeah. Like before that, it was probably just called the Klingon ship by everyone on the crew.
0: Yeah, because back then, they there weren't, weren't class names for every fucking thing. No one cared about that like they do now. Well,
3: I mean, keeping in mind that so much of the original series did have, like, World War II people involved.
0: Okay, and?
3: Um, just because yeah, there was so many people with clear military backgrounds. Like, at the very least, they did know the... They did have, like, the Enterprise class name and things like that. That was something they did have in the back of their minds. Because a lot of them had served in the military, where a lot of that stuff yeah. is... Documented and so, codified and stuff.
1: So, this is the first time it's named a D seven? When's that?
3: Oh, the, uh, canonically, I don't know. DS, exactly. Yeah,
1: probably Ds 9 Probably one in
3: um, maybe uh, trials yeah. and tribulations. Oh, you know, probably. And yeah, we, this one sticks around for a good long while. Gorkin's ship. Do we ever see it in TNG, or do we just see its weird? I don't think later we, version. Yeah, I don't think we
1: see this. Yeah. It's probably, for, probably for good reason actually i, I want to say is. we might what? see one is it, again
0: is the d7 in the motion picture or is the next one of the next slides i thought what? it was
3: this one unless there's there's, there's another
1: one that looks similar to there's
0: that. a bunch of them that look very similar uh, okay
1: but yeah okay. i think we might see another d7 in the future
0: okay well um, first let's talk about the bird of prey probably what anyone thinks about when they think about a klingon chip yeah. because it just looks like a bird
1: yeah whenever i see this i just go
3: <shrie>
0: <laughs>
3: Although again, first time, first time that was used was with the motion picture, which whatever it was was not a bird of prey. That's true, but
1: you can't you no. can't look at this ship and not think that. Oh yeah, no, not at all. And of course, I'd
3: probably be most seen Klingon ship because every time one of them exploded, it was that same footage from Star Trek
0: Three. <laughs> same ship every time, different
3: um, day. Great design though. You know, it looks fast. Certainly
2: It doesn't yes. have a big, long, breakable neck. It Still it has, has a neck though.
0: It's a little neck.
1: They were doing. They were doing the uh, a mock turtle the, neck. The, the, the flappy <laughs> wings way before Voyager was.
0: I do like that they have uh, wings that have three different like modes because I read in this the, in this article when when they're down it's like the best like
3: that's attack vector we- or weapons time yeah. uh,
0: mm-hmm. to use weapons when they're just kind of out that's the best flying position to be in and when they're up you can land. That's yeah. for
3: intimidating. I feel like... It's for mating. I feel like there's... I feel like definitely part of it, though, was like someone at the studio was like, we need to have a toy like the X-Wing! Give the Klingon ship flappy wings! I like the flappy wings. Oh, yeah, so do I, but I'm sure there's at least some uh, Star Wars motive there.
0: Yeah, and I like that it's green and it's got, it's got like feathers. I never quite understand the little area at the shoulders of the wings wow. that have kind of almost like the the laser background effect you get when you're taking class pictures yeah. in elementary school. <laughs> yeah.
3: Also, no uh, yeah. no nacelles, which you don't know, have to have nacelles, but I think this is like one of the only Klingon ships that doesn't, at least as far as big ones go.
0: No, I think of nacelles as being a Federation thing.
3: Well, no, but the, the last one had them, and the. Orcha cruiser or whatever the hell it's called has them.
0: See, I don't think of those really as nacelles. What they're are they? they're they're engines. They're like jetpacks. Okay, nacelles e- need to be fucking long. Cylinder well, e- either way,
1: they're they're part of the propulsion system. Yeah,
0: and this that's true. This y- this you can't tell guns. where the propulsion. Well, is. I think it's in the.
1: I think we see it in in Star Trek. Three. An, well, that's that's, an, that's
3: an definitely drive. their impulse drive, but I don't know if it's also their warp drive.
1: Oh, maybe maybe the uh, the shoulder the shoulder pads. Oh, like maybe those the are, the are the nacelles or the warp Cause field so, generators. Yeah, because and maybe that's what the the laser background is. Maybe it's like the Defiant has like integrated nacelles.
0: Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay, oh, I'll buy that. Yeah, it works.
3: The HMS Bounty there.
0: Yeah, but you can never tell how big it is, because it seems to change from, from episode to movie to uh, episode. The, the only
3: reasonable assumption you can make, if you want it to make sense, is just assume that there are countless versions of this class <laughs> that are in many different sizes. I think just uh, there's the scout sized one that they had in star trek
1: 3 and
3: then there's ones we see that are like the size of a galaxy class yeah, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't
1: the one in generations like incredibly huge
3: they never got close enough to the
2: enterprise to be able to tell i mean it's so... definitely bigger than oh yeah bigger than that though, seeing, for sure you know, the one on vulcan i feel like that sort of makes sense for klingons though like they just want yeah. to do battle they don't want to have to worry about designing new ships just make this but bigger yeah okay, perfect
0: yeah like they did with the kelvin enterprise just make it again and scale it up. That's all you gotta do, right?
2: I, I feel like, really, in
3: reality, it's just a function of, you know, look, we're not gonna spend all this time and money on alien ships we're gonna see for two seconds, but the in-universe thing becomes only humans are so friggin' weird that they're just constantly, like, we have 13 different ships, classes ship at once. Why? No, <laughs> cool. no, let's We're bored. We're, we're, we're out of our minds. Well,
2: it fits because we do that with cars. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? In cars. I mean...
3: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Cool. All
0: right, so yeah. the Katinga class is the oh. one I think you're talking about, Chris. Yeah.
3: I didn't realize these were technically two different things. Yeah, the
0: Katinga and the D7, they're very similar, but they are distinct. I think this was larger. It's larger. The head is definitely very different. I think because this is for the movies.
1: Yeah, I think oh, yeah. That I think these is, are the ones yeah. that we see in the motion. Yeah, motion. yeah no, that is, a, that is yeah.
3: a shot directly from it.
0: And because they're for the movies, they have to make them like more Yeah, I think, I think it was a more detailed model yeah.
1: is, is the thing. It was just a better model. It was mm-hmm. probably intended to be the same ship. But yeah, some, it's but but wearing then, a little
2: hat. But
3: then nerds happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. I yeah, had yeah. no idea oh, yeah, they were technically... it is wearing a little
2: hat. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a little sombrero. Oh, yeah. does the original not have the sombrero? No, it's a different sombrero. Okay, yeah, it's smaller. It's a little sombrero. This one's got the full, dr- yeah. full wide brim. Yeah. Okay, well, well, yeah. I
3: never claimed to know alien ships that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if it was on the air, but you asked me some of that ones before. I was like, I don't know. I mostly know Starfleet. Cool. Still a good design though.
0: Yeah. See, I don't like the design. I don't know. I think it's very say goofy.
1: about this one? Yeah, no, because it's
3: basically the same thing. That's Gorkon ship. And that's the TMP one.
0: Yeah, Chris I don't know anything about alien ship but I can stop. but I know screen caps damn it! <laughs> this one appeared at timestamp 325 yeah. alright let's move ahead to Vorsha class
1: yeah this is uh, this is what Kempec and, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, float around just, in. Yeah, the,
0: the new special thing. It looks kind of like it's got a little scorpion tail for a face. A
3: little bit, yeah. yeah. But, but, you like, know, it's still within the Klingon uh, bailiwick that we've seen up till now. There's still kind of a neck.
0: Yeah, this one's I a thick neck, though.
3: It's got the sombrero mm-hmm. just oh, on the is. middle of its neck instead of on its head. Yeah. It's a weird I
0: feel like place This to wear one it was at. one of was it put, like, it, the like put ant- it on its, on its back. Yeah, it's yeah, got the string. Yeah.
1: The updated version of the. Previous class,
3: basically, yeah, it's but, but painted
1: meaty. Klingon green you
0: know? and it's meaty. Yeah, it looks more solid.
1: It looks like bigger. a warrior. It looks a lot. Bigger. It looks like comparable in size to the to the Enterprise.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, like I said with the Enterprise C, it looks like this one has been working out.
3: Mm. Mm, yeah, I feel like we don't see it a ton, at least not in like close to tail, but
1: yeah, uh, those are definitely in the cells on this guy. Yeah, I and mean, the red tips.
0: Yeah, still like I love the detailing on the wings because the wings are more wingy than in the Katinga and the D seven, but not as wingy as the bird of prey, obviously. Mm. Tommy (laughs) likey. Tommy want (laughs) wingy. Chris looked
2: over at me as soon as you said wingy, and I was like, I have to. You do. Now I want (laughs) wingy. Sorry. Jesus. I'm just
3: surprised you got the reference.
0: Oh no, I, I I like Tommy Boy. That's a good movie. I was I was big into David Spade as a kid.
1: Theron, you were the only person that watched Tommy Boy for David Spade. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Even David Spade doesn't watch
1: Tommy Boy. It's like, oh man, I love the fucking Beatles. Ringo just fucking rocks.
2: (laughs) Seem fair. whoa, (laughs) Ringo is great.
3: You can also watch it for uh...
2: Brian Dennehy, Rob Lowe. Yeah. Uh, What's her name? That's no, no, Rob Lowe. No, but there's also that lady. Who's the lady? Oh, who played his girlfriend? I can't think of her real name. It's, is it um fucking Bo Derek? No, no. Good movie though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good movie.
0: Uh, yeah, so that's Warship class. Yep. And then the bigger, the biggest motherfucker that they want to throw at us is the Nick Var. I
3: forgot all about this one. This what's this, this in DS Nine.
1: Yeah, don't we see this?
0: This is Martok's ship, I believe. No,
1: he flies around the Rotarin. Well, at some point of,
0: he's on this thing.
3: I feel like we might.
1: Oh see no. This in the mirror universe. Jake,
3: I'm so sorry. It has four nacelles.
1: I see that. I feel like this is worse ship from the mirror universe.
0: I don't think so. What does it say here? Klingon Defense Force,
1: Force.
3: IKS Negvar. I don't know where
1: we see I- this. I
0: meant to take notes, but I've been very rushed to this we trying mm. to get shit done. Yeah, I don't remember when
1: we actually see this.
0: I know it was very spe- like it's a very specific ship. Basically my rule as we're going to be looking at alien ship for the next couple of weeks is if it's important enough to be on Star Trek timelines, it's important <laughs> enough to talk mm. about because there's way too many ships.
3: Okay, so this I just googled it. This was Changeling Martok's ship. Oh. Yes.
0: That's and, why I'm thinking Martok.
3: And it is also warp ship in the Mirror Universe. Okay. Okay. And apparently is a slightly modified model of the future Klingon ship from All Good Things. I don't know how it's modified because I don't have time to read that now.
0: Okay, so the deal with this ship—it's got like a full-on Dilophosaurus frill on its head.
3: Yep, big fuck-off gun in its mouth.
0: But, yep, and but, I think that's—I
2: uh, think that's the paraglide, the hand glider that, that Link uses in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> a little bit that uh, Da Vinci
0: just made in the last episode. Also that.
1: Yeah, this one just kind of looks
3: overbuilt and silly. <laughs> It feels like the Klingons were like, can we make it look scary? And you just kind of made it interesting.
0: It's like they were trying to do, like, a pincher mouth.
3: Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, we, we, we've seen a clear evolution and consistency in Klingon design.
0: Get beefy? Get beefy, bit of a <laughs> neck, bit of
3: a, you know, flare at the front. Yeah, wingies. Are those guns hanging down, like the pontoons? Probably. It's Kling- Yeah, actually, yes, because it's firing in here. Yeah. Uh the the nacelles on this one for the top anyway, very TOS Enterprise. Oh, yeah,
0: look at the wig, the the nacelles. Well I mean
1: if it was uh maybe it was built as like a kit bash if it was made for yeah, like, maybe. some random episode. They for we know, they took a TOS does look like model. it'll fuck you up though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cool.
3: I forgot all about this ship, mm-hmm. Jesus.
0: Yep. Alright, we're gonna jump back to Enterprise. Mm. And they have a whole different bird of prey. That's look, that, That's like a precursor. Yeah, it's just out of the nest. It's what sort of, exactly Aww. what it looks like. And it, it looks like it's got the biggest fucking underbite for it on its bird face. Well, and like
3: babies, its head is too big for the rest of its body.
1: <laughs> yeah, know I mean? It's like it's like s- the Muppet
3: Babies it's version. Got little of the stubby bird
0: of prey. wings. Mm-hmm.
3: Like they made an adorable Klingon ship, and that shouldn't be a sentence. <laughs> mm. Nothing about Klingons should be adorable.
1: Well, here's the thing: it's only adorable because we know what what the daddy version looks like. I feel so. you know, that's
3: true, but even then, like the proportions are so weird and spudgy. Mm. Like either way, it looks like like fucking super deformed kawaii anime stuff. Mm. It's like this it feels like a, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, know? Oh no, it's worse. <laughs> Oh, sorry for those at home. I just switched to the second slide. I'm looking at it from more angles, and oh god, it really—it's a fucking Muppet baby. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dearie dear.
0: Yeah, I can only look at the at the mouth like it's a Godzilla, like mu- like most of a Godzilla Muppet. hmm Because it's got like the mouth, so like, it saying "feed me." See, like if the
3: bird of prey is Kermit, <laughs> this is Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Distinctive, de- oh, you know, Jake. I think that goes to prove your point because it has more distinctive de- cells right near the, the shoulder oh, the humps. Shoulder, mm-hmm. the shoulder so, yeah, I think yeah. they just get integrated into the grill later. Yeah, okay. There we go, Jake.
0: There you go, Jake
3: cool. figured it out. There we go. Engine. You could have designed Enterprise. Nice. The Raptor.
0: Yeah, we also have the Klingon Raptor from Enterprise. Okay, it looks like a taser. Yeah, it's a very or a stun gun, whichever one I always It's confused. a much sleeker bird. Whatever yeah. kind of bird this one is, I'm gonna say like some kind of goose. Yeah, the
3: front end just makes me think of a uh, runabout, though similar shape. Mm, is yeah, I'm not getting a sense of scale here because it looks very small. Is it like a scout ship? Because if this is from,
0: I have um, I don't know I don't know Enterprise, so I can't tell you.
3: Yeah, I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, more in the like Vorta line of design than the Bird of Prey line of design, mm-hmm. though. Ne- bit of a neck. Yeah, neck. I like, out face. I like
0: that it's got, like, tendons that come back yeah. to support it. It looks it looks actually supported, like some of the other yeah. necks
3: don't. Yeah. It's got that same... They, their Bird of Prey also has this weird back-end thing. So That was an element of Klingon ships at the time, apparently.
0: Look at the interesting cables that go to the end of the wing and yeah. toward the body.
3: Yeah, so I wonder if that's kinda funny. inspired by some sort of real-world plane or something. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, really. I'm just saying maybe it is. It maybe. is very
0: plain-y.
3: Yeah.
1: I wonder how Klingon ships, like, they don't have a deflector dish. I wonder how they
3: accomplish that feat. Maybe that's what's in this thing.
1: Maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't
3: know. Like, that thing is, I, when you think about it, really, only Starfleet ships have a very distinctive... Obvious deflector dish. But that's just how they, they solved that
1: problem. I wonder if other yeah other species do a different thing.
0: Yeah, I think for any Federation ships, like they actually had to think about the science, and for other ships, they just had to think about the pretty. Yeah.
3: I mean, honestly, I can't even wonder if the but, deflector dish was originally a deflector j- dish. You know, like, when Matt Jeffries put it there, was he thinking, and this is their... Communication! Oh yeah, I'm sure. Thing. That's why it's got a little
1: satellite to shine. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: It was only later that it would become Oh, that's the
1: the flector. Yeah, or was right. Somebody was like, if they're flying in space and a bit of dust were to strike them. Well I'm yeah. hoping that was
0: their science consult <laughs> would say. Did they have like, one on TOS no. though? Yes.
1: He was drunk. Wow <laughs> Everyone was drunk. I was gonna say they the were all constantly. drunk. <laughs>
3: Alright,
1: what up?
0: What else have we got? Oh, the D5. Yeah, there's a D5. So presumably, precursor to the D7? Presumably question marks?
2: Oh. D5, no, you not,
0: sunk my battleship. particularly attractive. Either.
2: It
3: looks like a cargo ship, not a warship. Mostly because of these round yeah, things. Yeah, there's that... two
0: different designs. Yeah, like not all of them some of, some of them can carry little... Like, they look like barrels that they're going to drop on.
3: Blue barrels? Or, it's or their,
0: wharf? It's yeah. where they keep
3: their blood wine.
0: There you go. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And some of them don't need that because they're. I think some are more cargo and some are more fighty mm.
3: They got the little, they got the gun, they got, you know, they, in classic sort of prequel thing, it's like, look, we've backwards
0: Yeah, like how we were talking about with all the other ships you see in Enterprise. Yeah. It's like, what could have come between this and this? Well, you split the difference in half-nacelles. Mm-hmm.
3: Same <laughs> from the front, though, it, it because of the way the wings slant, it, it's more reminiscent of a bird of prey than the D-7. That's true. Mm.
0: These sevens are more flat than that. Yeah. Very very fighter play. Oh, oh, we're going this far. All right. So we're also going to talk about Discovery. So Discovery has like 80 fucking different types of Klingon ships because every house has their own ship and they're all different. We're not going to cover them all because none of them are... That would take a while. Yeah, it would take a while. It would be insane. The only one we actually get really good looks at and is kind of more the hero of the Klingon ships is the Sarcophagus ship. Which is a fun ship because they cover it and they're dead.
3: And also, again, there there's that uh, D7 esque silhouette. You know, long neck, big head, yep. swing back. There's the nacelles. There's even the little woo, mouth torpedo launcher.
0: Yeah, I feel like all of the. Uh, Ferengi. Wow, where'd that come from? Klingon. All of the Klingon ships in Discovery are all very over designed. Oh, Eddie, ex- everything about the yeah, I mean, this Klingons in like Discovery
3: like is over designed.
1: I
0: mean. It's like their faces, yeah. I could see this. I mean,
1: it actually makes perfect sense for what it is because it's a a cult leader's cathedral. Yeah.
0: Ooh, a cathedral. That's pretty good.
3: You know? Yeah. Like, in that regard, it does make sense. The rest of the ships, that's a little more questionable.
0: Yeah, I'll show you later because I do have the shipyards for all the Klingon ships and some of them are nuts.
3: Yeah, well, I've got a few of the models because of, of the now presumably late Eagle Moss. They even have their own bird of prey.
0: Yeah, every so often, because in the shipyards books they link to Eagle Moss, every so often mm. I'll click the link. And literally all it is is a little error 404 in the corner. Not even taking up the whole screen, just in the corner. It's amazing it's very how sad.
3: quickly it
2: collapsed. It was, like, literally days.
0: That's so sad. I, I think,
2: love our little Eagle Moss ships.
0: I feel like some of the sites in other languages are still up, but I don't know if they're working.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, so those are the Klingon ships I wanted to talk about today. They really like necks and wings. They do.
3: They do. The gizzards.
0: Yum. Cut me off a slice. Actually, I actually think I even have this ship,
3: but I haven't put it out, because... It's way bigger than all the other models, and I have nowhere to fucking put it.
0: Yeah, all that the like it's like it looks like the Iron Throne at the end of their nacelles. A little bit. Uh, on their, I'm gonna say Bussard collectors, but I don't know if that's what they use them for on a on a Klingon ship. Let's it's, go with sure. It's just let's have a whole bunch of stabby stuff on a, on the end of our ship, just that feels in case. Clinging. It's so extra. It's the most extra one.
3: It really is, but again. It makes sense when you think of it as belonging to a cult leader.
0: I like that. That's a good point, Jake. All right. Meanwhile, if you're wondering what what, uh, points we just made and you haven't been following these on our Tumblr... Which you should have been. You should have been. All these images are up on our Tumblr. Check them out there. I'll probably have written some snark. I usually do.
2: Yay. I love Ames' snark.
0: So much snark.
2: It's the finest snark.
0: Yeah. So you can check out all these there at SSHBpodcast.com. Because next week we're going to be talking about more alien ships... And that'll also be a good time. Also next week, we're talking more Voyager. Ooh. Woo! Who's surprised? Voyager Episodes ne- next week are going to be Mortal Coil and Waking Moments. Hmm. So look forward to that. I will. Uh, in the meantime, you know, catch up on all the other episodes if you've missed any. They're all up on our SoundCloud or, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. Uh, you can also chat with us on the Facebook or the Twitter. We're there as well. We don't do much, but we're here. We're here. I'm Ames. That's fine. I'm Caitlin.
3: I don't know where to go with this. This is <laughs> always Chris.
0: Tell
2: the people your name.
0: <laughs> okay. uh, I don't have anything witty. My voice is gone. I um, a witty thing.
3: Molts. Why? I don't know. I was trying to think of something clinging and it's the only clinging I know because of oh, Shatner. I
0: thought you were trying to speak Italian like Da Vinci. <laughs> Beautiful.
1: Okay, here it is.
2: Jake has a major
0: it's not prediction. A real,
1: it's not a real prediction. I, I, I don't it's actually expect this to happen. Darth Maul. Like, this, this, is, this is the this guy is, that called Darth Maul. This is so. a Darth Maul level prediction. So we were joking about how Harry Kim is still going to be an ensign in the future of Star Trek. And I say, knowing that the captain of the Cerritos was... Spoiler spoiler-arrested Spoil- oh. at the end of the last didn't, season. Didn't
0: give him a chance to skip ahead. Whatever.
1: <laughs> Nobody's, we're not even. This isn't even going in the episode. This is just for Chris this is to say. This is
0: for posterity.
2: It
1: might go in the episode if it's right, but it won't be. Okay, so, Captain's out, captain's out of the picture. They need a new Captain for the ship. So, in a highly unusual move, they directly promote Harry Kim from Ensign to Captain, and then... Something bad happens, and by the end of the episode, he's been demoted back to Ensign. There you go.
0: It sounds like a Lower Decks plot to me. It does. It
1: does, doesn't it? Like, that sounds like exactly something they would do. I've seen three
3: episodes, but yeah, that sounds about right. I hate Boimler so much.
0: I don't mind Boimler. I hate Mariner so
3: much. Oh, I hate her too. I hate them both. That's why I couldn't keep up with the show. Like, I liked every other character, but the two leads make me want to scream.
0: They soften by season two good they get less entirely aggravating but it's still like it's a show mostly of references so Mm. anyway we're not here to talk about lord dex we are not thank god that's still a few
3: years off